Hi everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled How Do You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Kerry Rosado, who is founder and principal diversity consultant of Divergent Consulting Group. Hi Kerry, lovely to meet you. Hello everyone, Uh, so happy to be here. So let's start off with a quick introduction. I guess the question that's looming is how did you do it and why should I care? Yeah, yeah, great question. Thank you. So um, one of the main reasons, actually, there's several reasons why I chose to go into uh, diversity and inclusion. Um, It kind of stems from childhood. Um, I learned early on about the biases that exist, especially racial biases that people have. Uh, Growing up, oftentimes, uh, because I don't look like a standard or what a typical Latina would look like, oftentimes people don't assume that I'm a Spanish speaker, that I'm actually not even from the U.S. I was born in Central America and Nicaragua. And oftentimes people would question my mother if I was adopted because I happened to be a lot lighter than her. And then later on, um, when I, uh, my kids were born and they were diagnosed with autism, I had to face those challenges as well and how uh, people with disabilities are treated in society overall. And so at that point, I kind of started to get more involved in the community. I actually joined a board, a nonprofit board uh, that focuses on different issues related to education, uh, immigration, and social justice, and eventually ran for office and joined the school board that I currently serve on. And most recently uh, started uh, my own uh, organization uh, to advocate uh, for more inclusive work cultures. That's really awesome to hear. And I know in your previous answer, you mentioned a few points in your life where you realized that you were really interested in like enhancing diversity within the workplace. But is there any one point which really sort of inspired you to join the diversity and inclusion industry and field? Uh, Yes, um, a big part of my background is in tech, and I've worked for top companies. Uh, And you're welcome to take a look at my LinkedIn if you want to know which ones. But uh, I got to see um, the adversities and challenge uh, minorities, especially people of color and what they face to be able to enter into the workforce. And so I wanted to be able to advocate in a greater capacity. I was already doing that to a certain degree in those tech companies, but I wanted to do it at a higher level and really impact at the leadership level. And so that's why I decided to dive in directly into consulting and DNI. Awesome. So following on from that, I'm sure you can't learn diversity and inclusion and all of that work just in a book. So I guess what were the best resources that helped you along the way? Yeah, something I learned uh, in my trainings is it's inclusion is really a practice. So it does take time to develop. And like you mentioned, yes, it's not something you can learn automatically from a book or just from one training. It really does take practice. And uh some, some of the uh, resources I would recommend um, that I personally use are is the National uh, Diversity Council is one of the top ones. Uh, most recently, the University of Florida uh, did a DNI program. Hopefully they'll do it again, but that's another great resource. Um, if you want to advocate for uh, people who are neurodiverse and develop a um, Autism at Work program, I highly recommend the Autism at Work Playbook. Uh, getting connected to the uh, neurodiversity um, department at Stanford University is another great resource. Uh, Microsoft uh, hosts an annual uh, Ability Summit. They just had it earlier th- in May, so that's another great resource. But also just uh, following podcasts that are related to DNI, 
Um, and yeah, those are great resources. Yep, for sure. That's great to hear that you also listen to podcasts as well. <laughs> awesome. So you obviously had a lot of resources to pull information from, but are there any lessons that you wish you would have learned before joining this field? Anything that slipped through the cracks and you now are learning on the job? Uh, most certainly, yes. Uh, some of the challenges I guess we face is oftentimes organizations and leaders don't have a full understanding of DNI and um, want to just treat it as just a, tra- a one-time training and then just move on with the next thing. And so um, if you really want to be successful in launching a, a DNI program and really improving the work culture overall, um, organizations and leaders need to really understand that it is an organizational change. It's not just a one-time training and then you can move on from that. It really does take um, the full organization to adopt it and it does take time. So just something to keep in mind. Mm. No, thank you for that. And following on from that, actually, uh, looking through the span of your career, what would you say was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Um, There's definitely a lot of challenges. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes um, as a consultant, um, you want to be careful and make sure that the organization is actually ready to adopt a program because last thing you want is for for you as a consultant to give blame that maybe the program wasn't successful because maybe the practices were put into practice as they should have been. And so being cognizant of that and making that extra clear to the client up front that this is what needs to happen in this in this order to be successful. So making that very clear upfront and making sure they're aware of everything that needs to be done. Mm, Thank you for that. And I'm sure it's obviously you're still learning on the job and there's lots of opportunities to learn from this and develop your skills as well. Correct. Awesome. So I guess my next question would be, what advice would you give to somebody who is willing to sort of start a career in the diversity and inclusion field? Um, Definitely find your passion. Um, It's a big space. Um, Find the topic that resonates best with you. Um, For some people, it may be more racial related issues. And so if you happen to fall in a specific underrepresented group, just start there. And a great way to start is within your organization and look and see if they have established ERG groups, which are employee resource groups, and start volunteering and getting involved. Um, You know, maybe you want to advocate for LGBTQ. You don't necessarily have to be part of that community to be an ally and get involved. So just start somewhere and if and also step it up. You could also get involved within your local community uh, by just getting involved with nonprofit organizations that support and advocate for underrepresented groups. It's another great way to get started. Mm, Thank you for that. And then the next question is sort of, a controversial one, I guess, but what is one common myth about your profession that you would like to debunk right here, right now? Uh, going back to what I mentioned, uh, oftentimes individuals do see DNI as um, just like an HR issue and kind of pin it all, all on them. And it's really a full organizational issue that leadership needs to be a part of. And so making sure that the organization is aware of that that in order to be successful, everybody has their has to put their uh, effort into it. And it's an ongoing thing. So it's best to create um, DNI programs that are, you know, three or five years long and, and track it that way versus just a quick one-time training and expect a miracle to happen, right? So just mm-hmm. keep that in mind, yeah. 
Yeah, also very important. And I'm sure you're very busy because obviously uh, Divergent Consulting is your is the company that you founded yourself. But in your free time, what have you read or listened to that's really inspired you? Uh, most recently, so I tend to follow a lot of thought leaders in the space. Uh, Brene Brown, um, also uh, Simon Sinek, who's a who's well known. So those are typically the individuals that I like to follow. Um, as far as uh, newsletters, I do like to follow the um, Harvard Business Review is one of my favorites. Uh, they oftentimes have great topics related to DNI, and so um, I highly recommend uh, following that newsletter as well. So. Awesome. And the next question is, sort of, who are three people in your life who have been the most influential to you? Uh, for sure, my mother, um, considering, you know, she's an immigrant from outside the United States, yet she learned a language, got educated here and uh, launched her own uh, accounting uh, business. And so that was a great um, way that I learned as a woman, you can be very empowered by starting your own uh, organization. And so I really admire her for doing that. Um, other individuals, uh, my coaches, um, for example, uh, Chandra Brooks, she's well known in this local area. I'm based in Silicon Valley. And so she's currently my coach and she's very inspiring as well. She's involved in the community and really empowering women uh, to succeed in business and overall reaching their goals. So those are two inspiring women for me. Awesome. And then finally, at any point in your life, what is one piece of advice that you wish you gave yourself? <laughs> Uh, definitely be patient. Uh, being in this line of work, change takes time. And that's something I've learned uh, in leadership. I serve on a school board and sometimes launching initiatives does take time and it requires patience to really see the results ultimately get achieved. So definitely patience for sure. <laughs> yep. Patience is very important in any field of work. Glad you brought that up. But thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today, Carrie. It was lovely to hear your story and also to hear more about what you do. And I hope that everyone here can learn more about, you know, your company as well that you founded, which is so amazing. Yes, thank you so much. All right, then. Bye. Bye.